What's happening, everybody? Alabama already having to replace a key member of its football staff. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today, and you'll get $150 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Shout out to everydayers. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. All right, we got to dive right back, right into it. Uh, there were rumors of it for about the last week or so that uh, Ryan Grubb, the offensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator at Alabama, who followed Kalen DeBoer from Washington, uh, that there was some interest in the Seattle Seahawks maybe hiring him. Well, uh, late Friday evening, we found out Ryan Grubb has officially turned down. Alabama and will be heading to go be the Seattle Seahawks new offensive coordinator joining new head coach Mike McDonald's staff. Uh, Matt Zenitz of 24-7 Sports, he first reported the news, then Pete Thamel of ESPN, and then uh, the Seattle Times and Bob Condado. We'll come back to them in a little bit, but uh, Ryan Grubb had accepted the offensive coordinator position with Alabama back in January, came over with Kalen DeBoer and several other staff members from Seattle and uh, a month later now, he is going back. We talked about it, too. I mean, you know, how much had he made the move with having lived in Seattle the last couple of years, wife, kids, whatever, family, uh, moving your stuff. You know, you got to get those moving vans from Seattle all the way down to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, long road. Um, at the end of the day, it's a lot easier to just keep the family there and stay there and, and have a job in the NFL. Uh, but Grubb is expected to bring... Alabama offensive line coach Scott Huff with him as well. That's another big blow um, to Alabama because this is the guy who coached the uh, the best offensive line in the country last year. Uh, won the award for best O-line. And again, this was all selling points Alabama fans were excited about. Oh, hell yeah. We tried to get Nick Saban, tried to get Ryan Grubb a year ago as OC. Um, and now he's coming with Kalen DeBoer. Oh, and the guy who just coached the best offensive line. Yes. But Ryan Grubb and O-line coach Scott Huff reportedly going to the Seahawks. Uh, wide receivers coach Jamarcus Shepard and tight ends coach Nick Sheridan also came over from Washington. And keep an eye on them. You know, maybe Grubb could, could make them offers as well. But uh, like we said, speculation had grown in the last couple weeks. He had, Ryan Grubb had been seen out on the recruiting trail for Alabama, out and about, but they had not formally announced the hire. So it was one of those things where I think it was understood he was coming and uh, maybe he had signed some initial paperwork, but I guess it never really got ironed out because, uh, or he maybe he just left the door open. Hey, I'm waiting here for what Seattle's going to offer me. But uh, there was a desire for him to remain there. And so uh, Ryan Grubb will head up, will stay in Seattle. He will go to the Seattle Seahawks and uh, – his offense has had success. You know, reading some of the reports, the, the motions, the shifts, the downfield attack, all that kind of stuff that Ryan Grubb has run, 
had the eye of a lot of people. A lot of folks were interested in Ryan Grubb services over the last couple years. So um, we won't get to see what it looks like in Tuscaloosa. And you know, now it becomes, well, Kalen DeBoer, how much of the offense was him? How much of Michael Penix's development was him in becoming a, a Heisman finalist this year? Will be interesting too. Seattle has the 16th pick in the upcoming draft. You know, could Ryan Grubb and Seattle? You know, could they make a move for a quarterback? Could they get have a reunion with Michael Penix there in Seattle? Certainly uh, could happen. But uh, again, Ryan Grubb was considered one of the top play callers in all of college football. And like we said, Coach Huff with the Joe Moore Award-winning offensive line, and gonna uh, sting. Going to stay. Alabama did uh, navigate through National Signing Day, signing the number two class in the country and uh, bringing over a couple folks from Washington, including quarterback Austin Mack, offensive lineman Parker Brailsford, and wideout Jeremy Bernard. But now Kalen DeBoer. Got to figure out who is going to run his offense. And we'll get to some of the names here in just a little bit. But, um, again, I think first and foremost for Kalen DeBoer, his first order of business is going to have to be getting to it and making sure Jamarcus Shepard and Nick Sheridan both are going to stay at Alabama. In fact, uh, Adam Rittenberg of ESPN, I think in his piece, even said both are likely to stay at Alabama. Uh, Sheridan coached tight ends under DeBoer for the last two seasons after replacing him as the OC at Indiana, 2020 to 2021. And Shepard served as the associate head coach passing game coordinator and wide receivers coach at Washington in the last two years. So both guys with good offensive minds. We'll talk about them as potential candidates. But the interesting part with Ryan Grubb is we're seeing this is a chain here of a lot of coaches making the jump uh, to the NFL from the college ranks. As Jim Nagy of the Senior Bowl tweeted out, he said no coach is staying in college football if they get a remotely comparable opportunity in the NFL. Quality of life isn't close. It's a no-brainer. And we've seen that. We've heard it. With everything you're dealing with now with NIL, paying NIL deals to recruits, it's not just about selling them on your program. you got to sell them on an NIL opportunity. And, oh, by the way, the NCAA says you can't offer it. The collective's got to come in and do all the dirty work. Uh, on top of it, having to re-recruit your guys every year. The transfer portal being absolutely wide open. You, know, you bring in a kid, you recruit him like crazy, you bring him in, well, you only got him for a year. Because if that kid wants to enter the portal and head somewhere elsewhere the next year, well, you can't do anything about it. Uh, but Ryan Grubb, uh, going to the Seattle Seahawks, and Bob Condotta of the Seattle Times, so the timing of this decision was pretty interesting. If you guys remember, he was at a booster event a couple days ago in Tuscaloosa, Ryan Grubb was, and referred to himself as the OC and and, and uh, said how excited he was to get to work here in Tuscaloosa. And then Friday night, he spotted at a restaurant in Seattle with some of the brass there with the Seahawks. And the timing of this, as Bob Condotta notes, the delay in getting him back from Tuscaloosa to Seattle was influenced in part by the 30-day transfer window that opened following Nick Saban's retirement. Grub Seattle head coach Mike McDonald and GM John Schneider met Friday night and the reports quickly emerged he was heading back to the NFL. But in recent days, there had been a renewed sense that Grubb was going to settle in at Alabama and stick on the staff. Like we said, on Wednesday at that booster function, he said, I'm Ryan Grubb, I'm your new offensive coordinator. But the Seattle Times says that uh, basically that 30-day window for Alabama players to enter the transfer portal shut 
on Friday night. Remember that window opened when Saban retired on January 10th. So basically they're saying this was kind of strategic. Maybe he kind of knew a few days ago or a week ago that he was going to go that he was going to go to the Seahawks, but basically they wanted to wait till that window closed. And look, some people are throwing Alabama under the bus for it, saying you don't have what's in the kids' best interest in mind. If you're, you know, more kids may have entered the portal had they known Ryan Grubb wasn't going to be here running the offense. Again, it's uh, the day and age we're living in college football. Right, wrong, or indifferent. There's fingers to point every which way. But uh, nonetheless, the uh, next window for FBS undergrad players opens April 16th. So that's, that'll be post all, um, or mostly all, spring games. And then it'll close on April 30th. Alabama spring game, that'll be held April 13th. So after the spring game, guys will have an idea what the offense looks like, whoever the new OC is. I'm sure that person will get to work here very soon. But uh, Crimson Tide entering spring ball under the prescribed NCAA scholarship limit. So getting through this extended winter window without suffering any more attrition is going to be a sticking point for Kalen DeBoer. He cannot afford to lose any more guys. And, uh, again, going to have to figure out who is going to be his new OC. Now, uh, during the Alabama-LSU basketball game on Saturday, Tuscaloosa News caught up with Alabama AD Greg Byrne and asked him for a comment about Ryan Grubb leaving. He said, quote, We knew when we hired Coach DeBoer that there was a chance Coach Grubb may end up Either the head coach at Washington or he was on the radar with the Seahawks. Greg Byrne said Coach DeBoer had a plan for that, and that is being worked on as we speak. So, again, where does Alabama and Coach DeBoer go from here? We'll discuss that coming up here in just a second. Thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Again, coming up next, who are some of the candidates to be Alabama's next OC? We will talk about that next right here on Locked on SEC. But first, it is Super Bowl weekend, and happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from our friends at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And if you're like us, Super Bowl Sunday, it's all about grabbing that best seat on the couch, enjoying your favorite snacks, and placing some Super Bowl bets. And FanDuel has so many ways for you to get in on the action and end the year with a W. Not only can you bet on who's going to win Super Bowl 58, by the way, FanDuel still got San Francisco as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. A lot of folks have been talking to, like the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, as that underdog get in on it. But all the other action is there for you as well, including what player is going to score the first touchdown, how many points will be scored, over, under, all that for you there over at FanDuel. And uh, also we'll get to later this week, FanDuel putting out some over-under win totals updated for the entire SEC. So we'll get to that as well. But new customers over there, FanDuel, you're going to join today and you will get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Again, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, roll along here, Locked On SEC. Thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. Shout out to our everydayers. Coming back Monday on the show, we'll be recapping all the action from the weekend across the SEC, and uh, maybe we'll see if Alabama's hired an OC by then. I expect them to move pretty quickly here, but as we dive back into it, uh, we we hear, of course, uh, Ryan Grubb Friday night leaving Alabama already to go to be the Seattle Seahawks offensive coordinator. So now the question becomes, where does Kalen DeBoer go from here? Um, again, Ryan Grubb leaving without ever coaching a single game at Tuscaloosa. I've seen some people uh, make right, uh, Mike Price references. But nonetheless, uh, the move leads the Tide with an opening on their staff. 
two actually going to have to figure out who the O-line coach is, but most importantly, who's going to be the OC. And some candidates to look for, for Kalen DeBoer. Well, he's got some internal candidates to look at first. We mentioned Jamarcus Shepard. If DeBoer wants to use that open coaching slot for something else, another position, um, or just wants to make a promotion within, Jamarcus Shepard could be an option. Uh, Alabama's wide receivers coach has worked under DeBoer for two years. His wideouts were very good last year. Roma Dunze went for over 1,600 yards. We're seeing mock drafts where have him going top 10, some even have him top 5. Uh, but Shepard has never been an OC. But he's been around DeBoer for a long time, no, you know, long enough to know how his offense operates. You know, a little bit of a risk to make a guy a first-time OC, but if Kalen DeBoer says, look, you're just going to be running my system, I trust you, Jamarcus Shepard is a possibility. The other one is Nick Sheridan. Came over with DeBoer from Washington, uh, coaches tight ends, was with DeBoer even before the Huskies. He was the tight ends coach at Indiana, having previously served as the quarterback coach there. And he does have experience in the job. When DeBoer left to take the head job at Fresno State, Sheridan was promoted as Indiana OC for a couple of years. So he has been an OC before. Another one is uh, Scott Huff. You know, if you want to stop him from leaving to go to Washington with Ryan Grubb, can you pivot and say, hey, we'll make you our OC here? Move the O-line coach up. Certainly a possibility. Another one I've seen, uh, AL.com and uh, Tuscaloosa News both throw out. What if Kalen DeBoer just names himself the OC? He's an offensive-minded coach. The Alabama system is his. He wanted to call his own plays. or If he wanted to call his own plays, he could do it. Uh, and again, could, you know, give, him, give one of his internal candidates the title of OC, but he could just strictly run his own offense if he wanted to that's a possibility but the name that's being floated out there by Bama fans and media alike and we're seeing we're seeing it from a couple of the big news sources out there Kirby Moore seems to be the surefire no doubt you know best alternative here for Alabama Kirby Moore familiarity here uh worked at Fresno State with Kalen DeBoer taking over as OC after DeBoer left for Washington uh, in-conference experience, obviously, was the OC at Missouri this past year, and look how good that improvement was. Brady Cook was outstanding as a passer. Cody Schrader led the SEC in rushing. Um, you know, recruiting big names, Kirby Moore would have to work on that, but really, so does Kalen DeBoer and a lot of folks on that staff. But Kirby Moore would be a very obvious, um, you know, pivot if you lose Ryan Grubb and Obviously, look, you know, maybe not a ton of names available out there right now, but uh, as the Tuscaloosa News says, if DeBoer pursues more, it would make sense. His uh, ascent continued when Eli Drinkwitz hired him as OC at Missouri, where they finished 29th in the country in scoring at 32.5 points per game and won the Sugar Bowl, finishing the season 11-2. However, Kirby Moore will not come cheap. So, going to cost some money, but look, you're Alabama. You got all the money you need. Uh, one other name to keep an eye on here, and the Tuscaloosa News threw this out there, Curtis Riggs is a name they, they threw out there. Former Sioux Falls Storm head coach. Uh, they basically said this is a wild card. He was DeBoer's quarterback and roommate in college, so the two go way back. But Riggs has put together a strong coaching career since then. He was the quarterback's coach, receiver's coach for Sioux Falls from 05 to 09. Won those three NAIA national championships with DeBoer. But he's also been the coach of the Sioux Falls Storm, 
professional indoor football team, and all Riggs has done there is win. He helped them win 11 league championships with a career and postseason record above 800. He's a member of the Indoor Football League's Hall of Fame in 2021. Again, wild card name, but I understand what they're doing there, trying to connect some dots and obviously some, some ties to Kalen DeBoer. And um, as AL.com suggested, Tuscaloosa News suggested as well, Kalen DeBoer could just hire himself. No one knows his system better than, than him. Uh, he's proven to be a talented play caller in college football. When you look at his time in Indiana, crazier things have happened, but why go look for a quality play caller when you already got one in yourself? So all possibilities there, but I just know this. Alabama, look, spring ball is about to get underway. You got to figure out who's going to be your new OC very, very quickly. So uh, we'll see which way they go. But losing him, losing Ryan Grubb, losing Scott Huff, going to sting. And, uh, look, it's, it's been an, an offseason of newness for Alabama and Alabama fans alike. You knew it wasn't going to be easy, be easy whenever Nick Saban retired, and these are the breaks. So we will see if Bama can pivot and turn this thing into a positive while a lot of people, including other SEC schools, are ready to jump on them and tear them down right now. All right, still more to come here on Locked On SEC, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. We've got some other around-the-conference tidbits we'll hit on, including Kentucky having their sights set on their new offense coordinator. We'll talk about that here in just a sec. All right, we're all on here, Locked On SEC, and we got a lot more we want to get into before we call this episode uh, quits, so let's uh, do it, let's dive into it, let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right, makes the handoff, around the conference. And we stop off over at Kentucky as they are set to hire Boise State offense coordinator Bush Hamden as their next OC. According to Pete Thamel at ESPN, he reported the news on Saturday said a deal is expected in the coming days. Hamden was the quarterback's coach for Boise, brings a wealth of experience in the SEC and the NFL, and as a play caller, he will replace Liam Cohen, who just left Kentucky for the second time. Uh, But Hamden was with Boise State last year after spending three years on Eli Drinkwitz's staff at Mizzou. And uh, the program did fire their head coach midseason. They still boasted a top 15 offense and won the Mountain West. They averaged 6.6 yards per play in 14 games played. And uh, prior to Hamden's arrival, Boise ranked 55th in yards per play. So obviously some improvement there. Hamden was part of the group that helped recruit former five-star quarterback Malachi Nelson from USC to Boise. So if he leaves that, he's uh, given up a big-time playmaker there. But He's only 37 years old, was a QB's coach at Missouri. Before that, he was the OC at Washington 2018-2019. He's quarterback's coach with the Atlanta Falcons. He was also Will Muschamp's wide receivers coach at Florida in 2012. That was the Gators' best year by far during the Muschamp tenure. But uh, Kentucky's offense was not as good last year as they wanted it to be under Liam Cohen's return to Lexington. But uh, obviously going to be a very new-look offense for Kentucky next year. They brought in transfer quarterback Brock Vandergriff from Georgia, uh, running back Trip Treonum uh, from Ohio State, and uh, some new receivers, including Raymond Cottrell from Texas A&M, bringing Gerald Mincy on the O-line from Tennessee, Jalen Farmer on the O-line from Florida. And uh, Hamden will also reunite with former Texas te- uh, North Texas wide receiver Jamori Macklin, Two were together at Missouri back in 2020-2021. So, 
Uh, we'll see if that becomes official, but that sounds like who Mark Stoops has tabbed to be his new offensive coordinator. Other SEC news over at Auburn. Uh, Kent Austin has a new deal with a raise after being promoted to cornerbacks coach, cornerale.com. Uh, details of Matt o- uh, Ken Austin's new contract have been revealed. He will make a quarter of a million dollars in his new role as a special assistant to the head coach and quality assistant. But now that he is the on-field quarterbacks coach, uh, he will get an extra $150,000 for team endorsements and public appearances. So that will bring his salary up to four hundred dollars uh, His compensation has a chance to climb even higher. If he's on the staff by 2025, he'll make $600,000. Uh, freeze Brought Austin along from Liberty, where he was co-offense coordinator and quarterbacks coach for four seasons. So, a lot of familiarity there. 60 years old. He's a former Ole Miss standout and a good buddy of Hugh Freeze. So, congrats to Kent Austin. Get a little bit of a payday there. Also, Auburn announcing their practice schedule. Tigers will begin their spring ball on February 27th. They will practice a few times before this month ends. Then they will practice nine times in March, three times in April. And their spring game will conclude on April 6th. So if you're an Auburn fan, mark your calendar. April 6th will be your Auburn spring game. And a lot of eyes on the quarterbacks in that one. Over Tennessee, running backs coach Jerry Mack is reportedly going to leave Knoxville, heading to the NFL. Quarter football scoop, Jerry Mack expected to leave to join the Jacksonville Jaguars. A deal not yet finalized as of this moment. Both, Both sides working on the deal. And uh, he will become the Jaguars' next running backs coach. Matt Zenitz, 24-7 Sports, reporting that Mack had emerged as a top target, but it's a blow to Josh Heupel's staff. He was recorded, recorded, uh, regarded as an up-and-comer in the industry, and obviously Tennessee's rushing attack uh, has really improved tremendously under his watch there. Jalen Wright becoming a 1,000-yard rusher this year. Dylan Simpson, Jabari Small, all very productive. Uh, Their explosive run rate was at 18.6%. That was the second best among SEC teams this past year. So we'll have to pivot, find a new running backs coach there in Knoxville as Jerry Mack leaving for the pros. Over at, uh, we talked a a good bit on Alabama, but this is Alabama-related note. Former Alabama OC Bill O'Brien, if you guys missed this on Friday, Remember about two weeks ago, he accepted the OC job at Ohio State after being on uh, the New England staff last year? Well, just a couple weeks into the job, Bill O'Brien leaving for the head coach job at Boston College. Bruce Feldman had reported that it was in the works, and Pete Thamel had it on Friday as well. But Bill O'Brien going to be the next Boston College head coach, and Ohio State going to pivot. They're going to go get Chip Kelly. The UCLA head coach is going to leave his post there to go be the new OC at Ohio State. So crazy the dominoes that have happened this offseason in coaching and assistant coaching. And uh, Nick Saban was a big part of that domino to fall there. But uh, Bill O'Brien was going to be interested to see how he did there after being the OC at Alabama and Bryce Young winning the Heisman Trophy under his watch. Uh, we'll never get to see Bill O'Brien, the Ohio State OC. Hopefully he didn't move a lot of stuff into his office yet because uh, he's heading back to New England and going to be the Boston College head coach. So. Good luck to Bill O'Brien. Over at Georgia, uh, they picked up a name out of the transfer portal, picking up a commitment from former Stanford tight end Benjamin Urasek. Uh, he hit the transfer portal in December. He has spent his final season of eligibility at Georgia. Uh, he's played in 35 games 
has 108 catches for 1,300 yards, five career touchdowns. Eurosec told ESPN, obviously, Georgia is the best of both worlds. They have big-time football, and they use their tight ends. Is Georgia going to lose Brock Bowers this offseason? But uh, Benjamin Eurosec coming over from Stanford, going to join that group of Oscar Delp and Lawson Lucky and others there. We'll see what he's able to do. And don't forget, they did uh, add four-star freshman Jaden Riddell to this group as well. So, But, you know, Georgia, they love the third to the tight ends. Over at South Carolina, Shane Beamer got a hole on his staff as wide receivers coach Justin Stepp leaving for a job on Brett Bielema's staff at Illinois. Uh, Stepp will replace George McDonald, who left for Lane Kiffin's staff at Ole Miss. Stepp saying in a release, I can't wait to get to Champaign and join Coach Bielema. I've always been impressed with him. Uh, Bielema saying, I've admired Coach Stepp's career from afar. Excited to get to work with him. But Stepp spent the last three seasons at South Carolina coaching their wide receivers and uh, he was set to transition to coach tight ends uh, had he stayed at South Carolina. But look at what the Gamecocks did the last few years with receivers. You had Antoine Juice Wells. Um, you know, just a lot, a lot of production they have had there. Um, it's certainly going to be a, a position that they're going to, or, you know, a, a guy they're going to miss and going to have to figure out who is going to be the next wide receivers coach there at South Carolina. But Xavier Leggett. And uh, Juice Wells, very productive the last two years as, um, you know, best numbers of one wide receivers in the SEC. So you have it. That is the latest news going on around the conference. Thank you guys so much for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Shout out to everydayers. Come on back Monday on the show. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy all the SEC hoops action, and uh, we'll recap it all for you coming up Monday on the show. Uh, again, Make us your first listen. Go make your second listen. Check out the Locked On Sports Today page over on uh, YouTube, streaming for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On. Locked On Sports Today over there on YouTube. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked On SEC. Again, have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday.